This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TMS at checkout to get free shipping. This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, how will I restock my balls? Apple genius idiots. I plant beans. <laughs> Does George's governor have brains because we seriously wanted to know? The answer is no. Uh, hooking up with random tall ladies. April snow brings May bite me. <laughs> It was a, fr- sorry, it wasn't a Frisbee, it was a flying disc. You'll get no listening, no vaccine, and no Lieutenant Yar! Brian left a trail of Jews all the way home. Totally true. The earth just needs a minute. How a $5 juice became a $40 mount bike. Bike mount. <laughs> mount bike. <laughs> Utah's floor is lava. Jenga chair Tetris. Nicely said. Trivial things. Wendy the Wise, Therapy Crone, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Well, all right, all right, all right. See, which one y'all put Harry's name in the Goblet of Fire? This is Scott Fletcher, and I approve this podcast. This is The Morning Stream. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TMS. This is The Morning Stream, episode 1905. 1905. You know, uh, we would not do the, uh, the Morning Stream without Scott Fletcher's approval. I yeah. think that's... Uh, that's actually what makes this show happen. Right. You know, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Let's find out what happened. Oh, wow. There was a lot of stuff in 1905. There was the 1905 revolution. Oh, yes. The revolution. Yeah. The great revolution of 1905. Yeah. Sure. That was a big one. Uh, let's see. Uh, 1905 was a common year starting on Sunday of the Gregorian cha- uh, calendar and a common year starting on Saturday of the Julian calendar. Wow. <laughs> a common year. Yeah. On Are this, there uncommon years of... Uh... I don't know. That's weird, right? I don't understand what the difference yeah. is. Uh, it was... Oh, check this out. Um, on uh, the on the January 1st of that year, they, they instated a nine-hour workday for diamond miners. Previous to that, they had no limits. They would work them to the bone. Yeah. But that's good those now. Poor, those poor dwarves. I know, yeah. right? Oh, man. Yeah, Just trouble. Whistling and, and uh, hooking up with... Tall ladies that randomly <laughs> showed up at the doorstep. <laughs> uh, how about this? Here's a here's a good one. Um, uh, oh, uh, on February 11th, Pope Pius X published pub, published the encyclical Venemeter Nos. Whatever the hell that is. Somebody asked Third Eagle quick what that is because yeah, that's a thing. Right. And then finally, that is the document that <laughs> illustrates why number four is the leopard. <laughs> Uh, and then, and times. <laughs> yeah, end times. There you go. Uh, and then finally, on March 25th, Confederate battle flags captured during the Civil War were returned to the South. So there you go. Uh, so Icor explains that uh, three out of every four years are a common year. The fourth year being a leap year is an uncommon year. Oh, leap year. Oh, duh. Okay. Yeah. We probably so just it. It's just a way of saying a non-leap year. 
We could have probably sussed that out if we thought about it. Yeah, I'm sure we could have, yes. Yeah. We're it's not, common here. We're not common. that dumb. It's not rare. No. Or legendary. It's just common. It's just common. It's not uh it's not sell epic. It, sell it to the uh junk vendor. <laughs> Cheap. So uh check this out. It's April second. It's uh we're we're over that potential nightmare that was uh uh, April 1st, nobody did anything too crazy, so that was good. Um, that I saw anyway. Did you see anything that was like super out of bad taste or, or dumb or whatever for April? No, Fools? I mean, I, I think the only thing I saw, two things I saw, and I mentioned one of them that Netflix changed their thing to say, you know, their, their YouTube channel would be Netflix is a joke. And I only oh, know that right. because I pulled it up for that, uh, uh, John uh, Mullaney clip that we played. Mm hmm. Uh, if I was part of the show, the only other thing I saw was uh, Randy's um, Blizzard April Fool's stuff. His fake uh, fake patch notes, fake patch notes, yeah. which he does every year, and that that's that's a tradition. You come to expect it, and you kind of, I mean, I'd, I'd feel bad if it wasn't there. Yeah, and but that stuff's fine. My limited knowledge of World of Warcraft. Listen, I get in there, I I hit these buttons in a specific order yeah. until the pixels that represent a uh, the health meter of the enemy go down to zero yeah yeah then i click the enemy to add new <laughs> items to my bag which i then test against ask mr robot to see if i want to keep it or trash it yeah and that's all my knowledge that's it that's it that's world of warcraft for you right there in a nutshell that's it, all of it that's yeah. kind of what it is for all raiders if you think about it it boils down to that no it's not i mean come on folks like uh uh, Roe and um, Tatsemi and all these people in our raid team. Uh, yeah, but what are they uh, doing? OL, OMF and OLF. They know all this stuff. They like, oh yeah, well no, Varian uh, Windrider was the first uh, dragon. <laughs> Varian to... Windrider. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, yes, I'm, yes, I'm making up names, but they sound like things that could be in uh, <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. They, that does sound kind of accurate, weirdly, but that was funny. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, was I, I was going to say something about that and I forgot what it was. <laughs> right when you said it, I looked up and Illidan's on a poster right in front of me. Yeah, of course my, he is. So, my I mean, you off. even know this stuff. Like, all right, like I know the base story. Uh, Arthas, uh, bad. Yeah, but at the end of the day, we're all, we're all playing it to make the numbers go up at the end of the day, right? Like, aren't we, we all are, doing but, that? But some people get a story out of it. I don't get the story out of it. I, I. Really I've tried to get the story out of it. It's not important to me. I enjoy the game regardless of the story that comes along with it. Mm. So, uh, Despite totally the story, Brian's having a good time. That's what he's saying. Um, aside from the story. Aside, I there think you not go. despite. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. In spite of the story. <laughs> In spite of the shite story, I'm really enjoying the game. <laughs> Dear Blizzard, yeah. story sucks. <laughs> yeah, some people think it does. <laughs> yeah, well. They can bite. Oh my me. gosh, there's angry people on Twitter, you say? No, what? No. What? What is this shocking news you've brought to us this fine day? I know we've I know we've got a letter from uh, Free Hotel Room, which I can't wait to get to. Believe mm. me, I can't oh, wait. Yeah. But um love you, Bob. I didn't put this in the notes. Want, want me to tell you what happened on my bike ride yesterday? Yeah, if you if it involves you on a bike, I'm in. I'm all in, especially if you wore anything that was uh, tight or ill-fitting. What'd you, what'd yeah, you do? Yeah, everything, everything. It's impossible for me to wear something tight that isn't ill-fitting uh, uh, with my body shape. It's like it's like trying to fit the contents of uh, a thousand Hunt snack pack puddings into a uh, <laughs> into a garbage bag is what I look like on a bike. Wow. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Maybe not. That's quite but, the visual. Um, That's a visual I didn't expect to see in my head, but there it is right here. I can see it. <laughs> I did take a new route uh, for a ride yesterday. Still nine miles 
lots of uphill, which is really good. Good practice. Yeah. Um, but on the last stretch, there's a uh, juice stopper. It's called Into Juice that's on the way home. And they have a great um, uh, watermelon orange juice uh, drink that's called the Sunset Beach that I stop and, and get every oh, once in a while. Oh, juice stop. I thought you said juice stop. A juice stop, yes. Yeah. I, I pull over. They go, hey, hey, you should know from bicycle problems. <laughs> The top one percent in the one percent of the percent, one percent, the forty percent of the. F- <laughs> anyway, uh, so I I pop in there. I say, "Do you guys?" I didn't bring a wallet. Do you guys do uh, Apple Pay? No, we don't do Apple Pay. I'm like, "Oh shoot!" He says, "Well, you can order. You can order and prepay from our website." Yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. And I might pulled out my phone. I know one of my credit card numbers enough to be able to enter it in and and all that stuff. So I do that, order the drink, get it. And I take it out and I put the drink in my drink carrier because I've got two um, bottle cages on my bike. Oh, right. And one of them, one of them holds the water bottle. The other one is empty. So I just put it in there. Is it, is it vertical or is it one of those laying underneath the thing? It's vertical. Um, The one my water bottle is in is at an angle. I would not be able to put the juice in there because it would just, you know, the lid would come off and I'd, Make a little trail of, of juice all the way home. <laughs> or Jew. A little Jew trail a all the way home. A little Jew trail, sure. Yeah. Trail of Jews. So as I put the uh, put the juice in my bottle cage, the my handlebars uh, turn slightly because I'm not holding them and a bike tire only makes one point of contact on the ground. So the slightest movement in, in the bicycle, the, uh, the handlebars turn. As it does that, the right handlebar brushes against... What I can only describe as a Jenga-style pile of chairs on a table that they've they've put on there because it's they don't want people sitting outside anymore on their patio. Right, they basically social they've taken the table, yeah. they've stacked chairs on top of it. Now these chairs don't stack on top like like a normal you know right angle chair on a on a table. Perfect, it sits there just like it should. These are rounded, like they've got the rounded armrest things, like. Um, you know, your arms basically come down from the shoulder of the chair yeah. and connect to the to the base. So they're really not on there very well. And they're stacked precariously. And so my bike handle hitting it just unleashes it, an avalanche of chairs falling off of this table. Oh, no. Which what gets the attention of the uh, construction guys sitting around, also drinking juice from the Intijuice, um, about sitting out in the parking lot. I don't know what they're doing, but they, they were out there. 3:30 p.m. just sitting out there relaxing. So I don't know. I don't mm. know what they were doing, but I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were on the clock. Yeah, sure. That's the. the They'll look over and ha ha. And I go, yeah, I know. It's like uh, you know. I guess I I just played Jenga or something like that, and they chuckled. Did you have to clean it up? Did you have to stack it? I started stacking them back up. Yeah. And in the process, my bike decides, eh, I'm just gonna give up, and decides to fall over. Now my phone is still in my pocket, in the back pocket of my. Uh, bike shirt, which is good because in falling over, it takes my phone mount. Oh no! Which I'm holding up right here. Oh. Breaks off the back and flings it into the parking lot. Oh, like, no. <laughs> oh, you're so like, lucky that it wasn't on there. I'm well. I'm lucky. This thing would have protected. It is like a great shock mount. Yeah. Like it's got some good, good, you know, yeah. uh, protection for it. Little sure. rubber grips on the back here. Yeah. But still. It's like, oh man. Yeah. So my uh five dollar uh juice ended up costing me a forty dollar bike mount. <laughs> oh my lord, dude. Yeah. 
That sucks. That's a. That, those are nice. Uh, you're right about this the is shock a nice protection one too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this one like it opens up really, you know, as big as you need it, mm-hmm. and then locks on the back so that you can open it up and keeps the keeps the phone really sturdily mounted. Do you so, do a Do you do a protective screen as well, or do you uh, are you not one of those? Uh, not on this one. Mm. Um, I did last gen. My last gen phone. I did this one. I did not. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, didn't. I just didn't. Yeah, you don't even do an out uh, uh, case, right? No, I have a case. I have this. Um, you have a case. It's see through. It's a, it's see through, but it's a kind of a rubberized. Yeah. Um, but you can see through it. It's like a. I do the uh, the see through case as well, so that I can put um, stickers in there without having to uh, actually peel off and stick the stickers. Because I'm fifty, feeling bad against Sunday. Hey, wait. That oh, that's is... the same case manufacturer as me. I think the only difference yeah. is mine is an 11, Yours not a 10 11 mine's for the 10. Yep. And it's, exactly. the, but it's that same. And the, it was like seven mm-hmm. bucks. These are great. I love these. It is, it is great. And it yeah. and it uh, goes far enough above the screen that if my phone lands face down, it um, the screen doesn't make contact with the um, with whatever it lands on. Like I do find it fi- protrudes do, far enough above. I do find myself in these odd times. Being odd. V- <laughs> being very careful with my phone more than mm-hmm. usual because if I were to break it or drop it and have it die mm-hmm. your options are severely limited right now oh right because the Apple stores are closed aren't they they are so you can't just run down there our, our entire mall where yeah. the Apple store is near us is closed yeah. so you can't just run down there and have a genius idiot do it also, genius idiot. I mean, like you, a- <laughs> you, can, you can call Apple. Well, that and, is an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. But some of them are oxymorons, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, I could call them and they'd go, okay, yeah, mail it back. We could do that whole thing. But this is such a crucial like, communication device in times like this that you want to be careful with it, man. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful. You got to take care of your phone. Mm-hmm. Stroke yeah, totally phone. do exactly. That's a that's a really good point right now. Yeah, you know the AT and T stores might still be open. Mm-hmm. And they uh, might be. You could probably. Well, do they do it if you didn't get it there though? Do they care? Oh I, well, yeah. You have to. I have them as my service, but I don't. I didn't get the phone there. Oh, that still probably take care of you. Mm. Yeah. Are they open though? I don't even think they're open. Or maybe they're considered the ah. uh, uh, crucial business. I think they're considered crucial because it's. Uh, hmm. I mean, I would think that, you know, phones are people's methods of communication right now as they're locked in their homes. Some people don't have landlines, so well, let's God, see. that's a really good question. Let's see. I'm looking right here. The one at the district. We've adjusted our retail store presence to focus on handling first responder and critical customer needs. We're also limiting the number of customers in our store and reduced hours and closed stores on Sunday, as well as taking extra cleaning. So their stores are still open, yeah. not on Sundays. And... Um, they have uh, they're reducing the number of customers that can be in there, which gosh, AT and T probably means you've got to help them a little bit faster than you normally do because there's like a twenty car pileup of people Always. every time I go in. There. Always, yeah. Uh okay. So it looks like ten a.m. They open. They open in about a half an hour where I live. There you go. So thirty minutes. You, you've got thirty minutes to break your phone. Okay. <laughs> until you can go there and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get it dealt with. Let's see what I so anyway, do. I ordered a new uh, phone mount, and uh, for now, I'm just gonna have to keep my phone in my back pocket where I can't, where I can't casually spin a pokey stop as I ride by it on my bike at the perfect rate of speed. Oh, the humanity, Brian! The I humanity. forgot. Oh, the oh the humanity. <laughs> How will you ever do it? Oh. How will I restock my balls? Yeah, you can't. That's, That's the answer. How will I restock my balls, Scott? You can't. Well, the good news is um, the weather has turned, 
and um, it's better here too. Be Although we got a weird, we got this much snow overnight. Although it was sixty something yesterday, but overnight we get a little oh, snow. Really? Don't ask me why. Oh, it's yeah. weird. No, the weather has turned bad for us. Like we've had sixties for the last couple of days. Now we're oh. now we're now we're getting into the uh, rain, turning into snow tonight for the next two days, and then back up into the sixties and low seventies for the weekend. April snow can bite me. I don't like it. Eh. You know what? I don't mind it because what it does is it waters the lawn. It melts, it melts super quick, almost immediately in some cases. That's true. You don't turn on your lawn and, stuff uh, yet. Yeah. Yeah. Kim I'll wants take, to I'll Kim, take an April snow over a February, March snow. Kim any, wants any. to plant all this business over here that she's had. We've got our little private uh, garden starter, garden patch thing in the basement with this light over it over here. It's all starting mm-hmm. to grow bad. Like these bean sprouts are all up in like the two feet range now, and she wants to plant it, but we can't plant them until. We're you know locked at a decent temperature outside, so anyway, yeah. we'll deal with it. All right, we got an email from Free Hotel Room. His Far- name Farmer Problems. Yes, yes. Farmer Problems. Free First <laughs> Farmer Problems. First. <laughs> uh, free Hotel Room, aka Bob, wrote in says young people and the coronavirus. This is uh, one of his least sarcastic emails. I'm kind of impressed. It really is. Like he yeah. um, he he put aside the sarcasm and the. Uh, Please figure yourselves out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what we usually get from it. Yeah, he didn't do any of that. He said, uh, "You spoke of young people and the coronavirus recently. Uh, you add to the confusion when you say you are not specific in what you say." I believe a nurse had commented about her experience uh, with the intake to the hospital by age group. There are three statuses to use when discussing the coronavirus. There are there are confirmed cases, deaths, and recovered. So it still remains true that that younger people can be confirmed cases, but they mostly recover. You misled the tadpole to believe that previously reported stats about coronavirus affecting the young might be wrong. Mm, I mean, okay. yeah, good point. Good I point. guess so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the thing is, we don't. Here's the problem. He, he's right. He's 100% right. Yeah. Um, and if I and if people came away with wrong info, then that's on me. But I, I f- still the, the hardest part about all of this is all this stuff is still between the lightning and the thunder. We don't have yeah, accurate anything right, right now. And so everything changes every freaking day. Um, two weeks ago, people were ripping on people for wearing masks in public, and now everyone's going, better wear a mask in public. Like, it's just mm-hmm. one minute to the next. You never know what's going to change. So, But he makes a really good point. He goes on to say, so specifically, the nurse may see many cases with young people. Uh, what she did not say is that a high percentage of them recover. The, uh, let's see. This is especially true when compared to older people, as previously reported and documented by the CDC. It is called faulty generalization when you take your experience of one person and apply it to the group. So every uh, even if the nurse had stated her experience in a way that was accurate, you still cannot use it. He's right. right. You're right. Small small sample size. We need uh, we need big sample sizes. Yeah, you're totally right. And then people, you know, the the other email we read was it a nurse or was that it was the physician's assistant? Maybe it's the same person mm-hmm. we're talking about. But they mm-hmm. said uh, they were starting to think that the age thing was a misnomer. But again, it's based on their specific experience, and we don't have overall number. We just don't have the numbers yet. Like, and we don't right. know how accurate the ones coming out of China are. I assume the ones that we would get out of Italy will be more accurate but or more widely reported, but they're still figuring that out. So, uh, and today, today's the day you start hearing about all the rural areas in the states getting uh, getting their big infections. So, we'll look out for that. Did you hear the governor of freaking, Flo- um, not Florida. Yeah, Georgia. 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 What is wrong with that guy? He gets up and says, we just found out uh, less than 24 hours ago that you can carry this virus and spread it even if you don't have symptoms. No. No, you didn't. If you didn't, then you're stupid. We knew that. Yeah. We knew that. You know who knows that? I think my one and a half year old uh, grandson might know it. (laughs) 
Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe he said that. I'm sorry, Georgia people, but your governor is stupid if he believes that. Now there's a question of whether he believes it. And then if he does, if he doesn't and he's just saying things, well, then he's deceitful. So either way, dumb or deceitful, that's who you got. Right. Yes, one, exactly. Yeah. Good Lord. What is it with the southern? What is it with some of these southern governors? I don't want to apply this to everybody because there's some decent, you know, no, of course. governors out there. But Texas, Florida, and Georgia—all your governors are dingbats. All right, it's true. It's true. That's all I got to say about that. Let's uh, okay. let's get uh, uh, our monthly dose of Gidget Von Larue. Yes, all up in it. Uh, Gidget comes on the show all the way from the Holy Land Australia. of Australia. <laughs> what do I call it? The Holy Land. <laughs> um, the queen, the queen's uh, prison calling is what we like to call it. That's right. <laughs> and oh, she's trying to call us. Don't do that, Gidget. You got to answer yeah, our that's call. That's not how this works. Yeah, you answer our that's call. Not how the force works, Gidget. Yeah, you got to answer us. Okay, there she is. We actually have the show. Yeah, <laughs> Gidget, are you there? Yes. Oh, good. Hi. Hi. How, how, how are you? Hi, good day, guys. Oh, How are you doing? Good. I want to play this trivial thing. That's your theme for when Gidget comes yeah, on. Yeah, that's uh... it. That that is the thing. So you know, like I, I've just come back from overseas. I was lucky to get home mm. before people returning from overseas were put in hotels, five star hotels, by the way. But yeah. they're all having a whinge anyway. Yeah. Um. But I missed out on all your talk. I mean, I've been listening to it mm-hmm. on Tiger King. Middle oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you watch that then while you were, because uh, you were in, stuck in Hawaii a little bit, right? Or did you get out of there before you got stuck? Is that what you're saying? We got out of there before we got stuck. So we were meant to be there oh, for right. three, three and a bit weeks. And Hawaiian Air had their last flight from Oahu to Sydney. And we were lucky to get on that last flight. But it, everything was closed any, anyway. So, mm. you know, mm. all the shops are closed, the restaurants are closed. The room service was weird. They couldn't bring the room service trolleys into the room, so they had to, like, you know, give it to you outside. I mean, goodness me. I mean, it's just uncouth, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. how, how dare so, they? Yeah. So, uh, well, I'm glad so, you made it back. Was it the packedest flight of all time? Or was it, like, people just piled on top no, of each other? No. No, that was the weird thing. There was hardly anyone on the flight because I think everybody, no one from overseas that wasn't an Australian resident was allowed to come back on the flight. Mm. So it was only Aussies. So the the plane was probably, I don't know, uh, 60% packed. And of course, of course, we were in business class. So um, that that was only, there was only four of us in business class. You guys are fancy. Look at you guys traveling in uh, style. Yeah, no, fancy, huh? Do it upright. I've been on international international, uh, business class flights, and it's like first class in the States. It's very nice. Yeah. Oh, it's it's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet. If 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 it look if it's worth it, I'd rather stay at home than have to do like twelve. You know, Aussies are used to traveling a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, in cattle class, but you know, if if you're going to do it, you're better to save up mm. and have a really awesome vacation than go on vacation three times a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. In well, my theory, except for the timing sucked, and um, but I'm also glad you got out of there and you're not still stuck there. So. Oh, thank you. Well yeah, done. it's it's nice to be home. Now, I thought I thought of a thing with because you know I've watched it twice now. This Tiger King thing. What really? You've watched it all the way through twice? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Fascinated. I'm I'm yeah. I'm fascinated. Human yeah. reality is more fascinating than any story people could come up with. So I thought, who would you cast 
as the roles if they made a movie. Sure. Um, so uh, didn't we we talked about that? Um, so Dax, David Spade, yeah, da- well, Dax, Dax Shepard is having an online fun time with um, who? Who? Oh, Edward Norton over who should play right. uh, <laughs> the Tiger King himself. Yeah. Um, and there, and then you and I were talking the other day on FilmSec, didn't we? We both, I think we both kind of thought that Sam Rockwell would be good. Sam Rockwell yes, would make that's a great. My pick. Uh, that yeah, is he's... that is my pick. Sam Rockwell, I think, just age him up around the eyes a bit, but he's got the same shape face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is this is mine for uh, uh, what's it? What's oh. her name? The crazy bitch, uh, oh, Carol. Uh, Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, Carol Baskin. Uh-huh. She kept the animals worse than anybody else. I mean, they're all taking yes. advantage oh, of I know. these animals. The, the cage that she... has the like the head opening with the water, uh, water. Oh bowl. my oh, god! By the way, there's a there's oh photos my... floating around. Brian and I got an, uh, an email on this. There's there's photos of her <laughs> at the VMA Awards sitting next to Britney Spears for some reason, and then that is so her. I then... know people are saying that's not her, but that's so her. And I think she had that what that um, albino python, and yeah. I think that's what she gave to Britney for that particular it's probably her award. snake. That's yeah. my theory. Yeah, I think that's her snake. And then also uh, that Bagavon, what's his name? Don, Don Bagavon, Ding Don. Yeah. That guy, he's in oh, the... Oh, the, cult, the cult leader. It's his yes. cat that's in her video that has the tiger in it. What was the video? Um, her Kitty Kitty? Is that oh, her video. Her uh, <laughs> I love how they all try and do music too. God, like, I know. The I animals... Know are the least problem in their lives. Like they've got like hundreds of tigers and lions and <laughs> chimps and stuff, but they're the least problem. They're the things that bring the attention to them to make music videos and be mm. on TV and be famous. Yeah. And, and you know, but but I thought for Carol, I thought Laura Linney, like all these women would have to be. <laughs> Laura Linney, Jennifer Jason Lee or Holly Hunter. Yeah. I kind of like, I kind of like uh, Laura Linney. Um, she can play that kind of hippy dippy. I'm currently watching her in uh, Ozark, mm-hmm. and she does the, the the Laura Linney that we all come to appreciate and love, which is the um, hysterical. Oh, yeah, her <laughs> eyes, Linney, big like, eyed, wide yeah. eyes all yes. the time. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we she's... saw it in. Uh, That's we what see I thought. She... Actually, we see it in uh, Truman Show. <laughs> Truman Show. <all> that, yeah, <laughs> she she just needs to beef up a bit, and which I think she's willing to do. A lot of actors are willing to do that. Beef up for the role. Um, I thought for uh, Johnny Finlay, who is the toothless guy, okay, I, with the no shirt, with the tattoos. I thought Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, Tom Hardy could totally play him. <laughs> You'd have to ugly him yeah. up, but yeah, he could do it. He could do it because yeah. the thing about that kid, it. about that, that kid, that guy, is that he's he's a he's a kind of a handsome guy with a lot of problems. You know what I mean? And and I think M- that meth is a hell of a drug. It's a bug. hell of a drug. It, it is. It'll yeah. mess you up bad, but there's something about him where you look at him and go, you know what? You could have been okay. And I think that Tom Hardy could do that all right. I think you're. that's a good yeah. pick. That's a good call. Can I okay, give you my pick you. for uh, for either Doc Antle or um, Jeff Jeff Lowe? Lowe. Lowe. All right. Jeff Lowe? Yeah, yeah. Jeff Lowe. Uh, D- David Morris. Okay. No, Ooh. that's good. That's yeah. pretty good. David Morris is great. He's at the age, too. We'd play a great Doc Antle. Or, you know what? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a girly. Okay, Brian sold He'd be me. a really good Jeff Lowe. Yep. Like, you're, really you're right creepy. On. That yeah. kind of sitting back on, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. Like that whole See, thing. I thought, I, thought, I thought for Doc Antle, I thought Steve Martin. Oh, maybe. He'd have to Because he's already really... had the facelift. So I mm. thought he, he would be quite good. Or maybe Dan Aykroyd. He'd have and to... I oh, think Dan Aykroyd. Tim Robbins. 
Icor says Tim Robbins, and I think Tim Robbins would be a really good choice yeah, for Doc Antle. I think Aykroyd's a good call too. That's Aykroyd not bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Rick Kirkman. Funny though. Yeah. Rick Kirkman. I think Dennis Quaid. Yeah, Quaid could uh, probably do. Which one's do Rick uh, Kirkman? Which he's the... the 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 reality show producer yeah. with the cowboy hat <laughs> that smoked all yeah. the time. Dennis Quaid's good. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think on my pick for Jeff Lowe was either Bruce Willis or Kevin Bacon. Oh, all right. Oh, Bacon would be good. I can mm-hmm. see that. Bruce Willis, maybe. Yeah. Here, here's my pick for uh for the for the hitman guy. Yeah. It's just too easy. You get um, uh, wait, who plays Daryl on Walking Dead? Um. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. If you put those two next to each other and hear their voice and look at their faces, they're already the spitting image of each other. <laughs> or you just got to shave uh, Reedus's head. Yeah, shave him up or, a little. Or give him a bald cap or whatever. A- age him up. Perfect, age him yeah. up a little bit, but it's the same guy, and you've got your cast. Done. We did it. What's funny is we've pretty much just taken the cast of uh, The Green Mile and put it into the video. <laughs> no, I think I think the, the, the weird guy that had – what was his shop, by the way? Because he had the Lima, but what did he oh, sell in his the, shop? It wasn't a pet boy, shop. Jet ski, the jet ski uh, guy. <laughs> no. Yeah. It like some weird convenience store that also had anim- like uh, pet food. Are you talking about the guy that owned the two I, I strips? I couldn't figure the... out. I've watched it twice. I couldn't figure out what he sold. But I think the actor that played Richard Jewell. Oh, yeah, I could do it. In the, in the Clint Eastwood <laughs> movie. I think he put that wig on him, and I think he would be perfect. Hold on, though. Why? Yeah. Well, why, uh, I thought he just owned strip clubs. Did he? Did he have? A, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, he has a kid, Well, that's like what I last... couldn't figure out. Supposedly, they made him out like really in the early beginnings. They made him out like he had strip clubs and mm-hmm. nightclubs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'd yeah. be raking it in if you right. if you had those things in his location. Mm-hmm. So why is he suddenly sitting in a store with a lemur and and you know? Because he spent all his money on uh, a sweet jet ski and a pair of sunglasses <laughs> and, a, and, a, sweet yeah, and a baby blue T-shirt to wear while he wrote it. So. <laughs> Nico Wolf was correct because it wasn't a jet ski; it was a wave runner. Sorry, oh, okay, wave gotcha. runner. Sorry. So it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a frisbee; it was a flying disc. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I I used to have both, and people used to get so precious about like calling them, and it's just like you know what? It's a thing that goes across water. It's a water vehicle. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. Vehicle Jason on Calhoun the water. pretty much nails it. Danny McBride, but you know what? He didn't have to say who Danny McBride plays. Danny McBride could do the one-man Broadway uh, performance of Tiger King and play all the roles. Just the whole thing, yeah. Oh, my God. The whole thing. Yeah. I'd watch that. I'd be into that. I'd pay, I would watch I'd pay that. one-man play of Tiger King. Yeah. And he exactly. even plays like the big cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Raw, right? I'm going yeah. <laughs> yes. to come you know, at you. The weird thing like is the, the, feedback, the feedback from people that are only just starting to listen to it, for me, was the minute that like people like me that are really into Attenborough and they saw the snow leopard. Which is so so rare, very rare. rarer than tigers yeah. in the cage, and people are like, no, nope, can't watch this and turn it. And I've kept saying to people, you got to stick with it because it's not a. I mean, look, it is about the animals, but it's about this intrigue and these people and these crazy berserk. Yeah, you yeah. know, people. You've you've got to you've got to stick with it. But yeah, there is that upsetting point of all right. This has been amusing, but what about the animals? That, yeah. is, that was the hardest part of the thing for me is seeing how the animals are treated. The, you know, pulling the brand new born tiger cub out of the cage with a metal rod underneath the fence. Oh, underneath the, the dirt. Th- yeah, like the, the, he's, look, none of these people in this documentary actually really love animals, and I'm not right. a Peter person or anything. I eat meat, all that sort of thing. I care for animals. That's why I'd never have something like that because I think that it needs to be 
under a certain, like in a safari or something, in a in a big property under a safari or back in the wild. But, you know, you, you think, you know, like there was that, I think there was that one scene in episode five and it showed all the tigers in one cage and there was like 20 of them. Mm-hmm. And, and tigers don't live in a group. Tigers no, live independently. No. You know, they're not like lions. Lions live in a pack and, and ti- tigers don't live all together. So you're just going, this is not how, and, and even he admitted, I think, yeah. at the end when he if kept the two chimps how... apart, he regret right. he suddenly regretted that. But, you know, we've got very strict laws here in Australia and I'm really glad we do. Mm. Oh, like yeah. none of us can own any of those animals. Yeah, because you we, guys, we they're, all, they're all on endangered species list, half the stuff out where you, where you exist or where you live. And after that fire, it's even worse. So, yeah, don't... Uh... Don't own. You don't. Always has been. I mean, you know, we're an island, so you know, it, it, we've always been very, very strict with only circuses and and certain zoo, certain zoos and stuff can have animals like that. But no one can have anything like that as a pet. You can have a dog or a bird or a cat. Yeah. That, some fish. That's about it. Yeah. Really. So right. there's none of that allowed here. Have so your, I'm have kind your of fish. glad in a way. Have your fish, everybody. All right, let's get to this. <laughs> so, uh, we let's better get, get to your fishy, questions because right now no, you only no, have, I know. Yeah. Okay, all right. We only have time for two questions each. Now <laughs> <laughs> nah, we'll whip through it. We can do it. We can do have it. Have I not pressed the right button? No, I put lipstick on and everything. Oh, you didn't press. You didn't hit your uh, the little button that has the slash to the no, camera. No, no don't we, call him. If don't we call don't get him. You on video. Yeah, let him sleep because if we can get you on video quick, then uh, yeah, we're out of we time. Gotta, we gotta no, keep he's, going. he's coming. He's ready. He said he's alarmed. Yeah, all he has to do is hit turn on camera there right okay. next to the leave call. I'm not, I'm not on video camera. But don't hit leave. No, I'm not gonna hit. He knows what he's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I know. Mm-hmm. Last time you hit mm-hmm. leave, though. Yep, there it is. <laughs> there you go. There it okay. is. Hey! Ah, thanks, Scott. Hello. Well, you did put on lipstick. He was ready. All right. Tell <laughs> See you, Scott. Yeah, bye, Scott. Tell Scott <laughs> solidarity. Scott's bye, honey. Him. Bye. Have fun. Thank you. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do today, it's only 10 questions. We'll get through it really quick. Um, it is uh, the Morning Stream 80s movie cast. So I'm going to name the cast name of the characters, mm-hmm. and you've got to name the movie. Okay. So who wants to go first? Uh, let's let Scott go first on this one. Okay, I'll do it first. I may regret okay. that when I hear the ones he gets and the ones I get. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, all right. So uh, the cast, the right cast names and Discord. Have yourselves. Oh, are you putting it in Discord? Well, don't put them in Discord. Oh you no, no, no not Discord. Um, yeah, I told the chat. I, I, I yeah, hit the chatties, chat room, so the chatties. Yes. Yeah, That's right. We're just, we're just not looking at it. So you're good. All right. All right. So, Scott, the character names Ty Webb, Danny Noonan, Judge Smales, Carl Speckler. Give me the judge name again. Judge Smiles. S-M-A-I-L-S. Uh, is this that terrible Ackroyd movie? Um, it is not. <laughs> It's not that where he's got the penis nope. nose. You're thinking Squirini? No, it's not Squirini. Um, I got that going for me, which is nice. Oh, Caddyshack. Yep. Correct. <laughs> Brian. Yes. Brian got me there. A little, <clears throat> little help. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. It's all right. A little help doesn't 
How about a little something for the effort? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Brian's turn. All right, so that was Scott. All right, so Brian. All right, the cast names are Nurse Alec Price, Jack Goodman, David Kessler. Shit. David Kessler, that sounds really familiar. And Nurse, what was the nurse's name? Nurse Alex Price. Alex Price, Alex Price. Jeez. See, I should have I should have gone first because then I would have gotten Caddyshack and I would have given this one to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Kessler. Oh, uh, um, maybe just think of the first two male n- names. Yeah, Jack and uh, what was it? Jack and David. David and Jack. Jack and David. Um, yeah, because those are really unusual names that you don't hear often. David and Jack. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna guess to keep things moving. Is that weekend mm-hmm. at Bernie's? Nope. All right. I have, All right, Scott, Scott? Have, a- I have no idea. No steal. I have no idea who those are. All right. Nurse Alex Price, Jenny Ogata, Jack Goodman, Griffin Dunn, and David Kessler, David Norton. Yeah, I have no idea. Griffin Dunn. Um, after Hours. American Werewolf in London. Oh, oh. sure. Okay. <clears throat> I've only yeah, seen that once good. and it was so long ago. Yeah, same here. Yeah. We that's that's one that I don't know why we haven't seen yet for film sack. Or have we seen it? I, we sack? haven't, but it's never streamed as far yeah. as I know. We need to Yeah. You, you should. You should. It's it's it still holds up, I think. All cool. right. Uh Scott. Yeah. Susan Johnson, Linda Marola, Hobson, Arthur Buck. Hobson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've given it away. Why didn't, get, why didn't I get the odd number ones? Come on. It's all right. It gets easier. I started off with it, hard. I, I yeah. It gets easier. Trust me. Um. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, the, uh, uh, Liza Minnelli thing uh, with the with the the, the, the Arthur Arthur. Yeah. Yes. She actually gave you the name of the movie. In yeah, I did. It wasn't I ringing did. a bell. It Arthur didn't ring Bob, a bell. Yeah. 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 I, got it I told you, it gets easier. The okay. Liza Minnelli thing. So it's not the Dudley, Arthur is not a Dudley Moore thing to you? I it's a Liza Minnelli I thing? couldn't think of Dudley Moore's name at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't coming to me. All right. Okay. All right. Brian? Yeah. Okay. Maggie, the Duke, President... Snake. Oh, uh, that's uh, Escape from oh, New York. Yeah, correct. Shoo, because yeah. I was not going to get it from the gook. The the gook. The gook is the googly. Yeah, I was not going to get it from that, but Snake was the thing that uh, pushed you over the limit. Pushed me over the edge. Yes, exactly. Yeah, nice push it to the limit. Good mm. thing. Yeah. All right, Scott. Yeah. Mary, Keys, Gertie. Elliot. Oh, uh, (laughs) E.T., the extraterrestrial. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and also. Did they never say their last name? Oh, hang on. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) You need to put a, there's there's no URL on there, by the way. Um, Did they not have last names in uh, E.T.? Like, did we never find out uh, Elliot? I wasn't going to put their last names because it was too bloody easy. Oh, sure. It's it's all just family. Gertie family. 
Elliot yes. family. Elliot, Michael. Yeah, they're all they're all the same family. Yeah, I love Cheese. Cheese is a great. Cheese is great. Character. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> Petey Coyote. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is um, Brian. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian. Johnny. Ali. Daniel. Mr. Right, is it the karate? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is it the karate kid? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to say I got it before Mr. Miyagi. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did good. You did good. Yeah. Nice oh, job. That's, that's funny. I, I test these all on the kernel, and the minute I said Daniel, and he still didn't get it, and then I said Mr. Miyagi, and he just lost it. It's like, yeah. uh, do you want to make it any easier? Yeah. I was like, well, you know. <laughs> all right, so, Scott, yeah. all right. Yeah. So, Andy, Brand. Mikey, Chunk. Oh, um, uh, the the Goonies. Yes, there, right. Goonies, Goonies. Chunk is where I, uh, the rest of it I Chunk, forgot all yeah. their names, but Chunk you never forget. You never forget Chunk, your you first never Chunk. Forget. Never forget no? your Shuffle Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, okay. This has worked out. This this should really be a Scott question, but it's over to you, Brian. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can't. All right. So Jebediah. Iron Bar, Aunt Entity. Oh, okay. It's uh, Mad Max uh, Thunder Beyond Thunderdome. Yes. Correct. Well done. Nice job. Yes. Brian knows who runs Barter Town. He knows. Who oh, runs yeah. Barter Town? I run Master Barter Town. Town. Master Blaster does. <laughs> Into the microphone. Master Blaster runs Barter Town. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need another hero. <laughs> All right. Oh god! I, I met Angry Anderson. He was uh, Angry Anderson. He was actually a very nice person mm. when I used to work on Midesha. He was nice. really, nice. Oh, really nice. Okay, yep, nice guy. Very short. Okay, so Scott. All right, Jenny, Monique, Lane, Ricky. Jenny, Monique, Lane, Ricky. Oh, um... wow. Oh, no, that's probably not it. Uh, JK Grammar got it. Hot. Whoa, okay. Uh, 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 All right, so would it be, make it better if I say Ricky? No. <laughs> no. No. One, <laughs> one hot, what is it, the one hot, hot summer hot thing back, where, where he draws the cartoon bunnies? Uh, hot. Oh, yeah, John Cusack. Uh, yeah, one, oh, one Crazy Summer. One Crazy Summer, is that it? Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> That's a weird wow. buzz. We're Just... going so well, we need a smoke break. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Um, uh, with steel, I don't even know. All right, Brian. Okay, Jenny, Monique, Monique, Lane, Ricky. Wow. Oh! Monique. Oh. Oh. Monique. Uh, now Scott's got it. Oh. I can't re-steal, but I hope Brian no. gets it. You can give no. me a you can give me a, a line like you know I what? did for you with I'll give you a, uh, I'll give you a hint. Um yeah. David Lee Roth hamburger. Oh. Um uh UHF? Nope. No. All right, is what it? is it? It's I want my two dollars. Oh, it is so it is John Kuzak. It's, it's not one crazy summer, dead. but it's uh, better off dead. Yes. Yeah. Gosh dang it. I have oh, what do we do? What do we do friends? with that one? 
With nothing, because it's a it's chat. A what, do we, it's what do we do? Well, no, no one wins that nobody one. Wins that. No, nobody chat, gets a point. Chat wins that one. That, sure. That's, a, one that's for, a dead one soldier, chat. that one. Yeah, I conflate those yeah. two all the Monique time. Monique was the French girl with the French toast and the French dressing. and the Yeah. Yeah, yes. Gosh dang it. Booger's yeah, in that movie. She's so pretty. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Brian? Back to Scott. Nope, this is Scott's. Yeah, okay. Oh no, it is mine because he. No, it's right, yours. I had the chance. Right, I had the chance. To by that by one. the way, by the way, sorry. The producer's staring at me, saying two minutes. We have two minutes. <laughs> I want. Hey, my hey, two we're on minutes. question ten. Oh, we're yes, on question perfect. ten, so we worked it out really well. All right, perfect. Oh, plus you notice I'm wearing camo for Lion King. Oh, you mean Tiger King? Yeah. <laughs> Lion I'm wearing King. Cam- I'm wearing camo just, just so you can't see me. <laughs> 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 okay, Brian. All right, so Brenda. Ramirez, Kurgan, oh, Connor. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a Highlander. <laughs> oh, nice job. Kurgan yeah. might be the giveaway on yeah. that one, too. Hedget Kurgan. Better the burnout. All right. All right so what's, what's the score? What, what is the score? All right. So fi- I'm pulling up the chat again. Final score. How'd Probably five to four, Scott, I believe. I do have a tiebreaker if we need it. Oh, it's four four? We need a tiebreaker. Go. All right. Give we it need to a us. Tiebreaker. Hide in the chat again. So it's whoever. All right, so tiebreaker. Whoever. Is whoever. S- the first person in. Okay. Jump in first. All, All right, right. Cool. Go. Okay. Cool. All right. Lewis. Clarence. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Ah shit. No. Oh good. Ah! Go. Good. Keep going. It's all yours. All yours. Okay. Lewis. Clarence. Jones. Murphy. I know mm-hmm. this. I know this. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, uh, 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 uh aliens. No, no, no one. No one Robocop? in the chat has got it yet. No. It's not, not aliens. No, no, everyone's going alien. No. Lewis Clarence Jones Murphy. It's the Jonesy Murphy known as another name, which is the title of the film. <sighs> yes, Captain Kipper got it. You that win, Captain Kipper. Well done. <laughs> It is RoboCop. Okay, I thought I, oh, I did jump Lewis in. I did jump Murphy. in with RoboCop, but I guess nobody heard me. Uh, oh, you said RoboCop? I heard you. No, I, I, did, I, no, I did hear you, but I was watching the chat as well. well oh, done. then you win, That's Brian. It. That's it. By, by a smidgen of a point. Yeah, I <laughs> give you that. By one point. How did I get that wrong? Opera Murphy. What's wrong with me? It's all right. Everyone in chat got it wrong too, so don't worry about it. I was sure aliens because it sounded like a bunch of aliens characters, but it's not. Jonesy is a freaking cat. What was I thinking? And Jonesy was the cat, but oh, I guess you do see Jonesy the cat in the second movie. Yeah. Yeah, but this is Jones and and aliens was Jonesy. Oh, man. Well, they were, it was a term of endearment. The cat's birth birth Mm. name was Jones. Getting very particular. We named the dog Indiana. All right. Give people, <laughs> tell people the podcast one more time. Retro Cinema Podcast. Where do they get it? What do they do? All right. They just, just go to Google and type in the Retro Cinema Podcast. Simple. That's all you need to do. That's so easy. Go do that. Have a great and one. And Gigi Von LaRue is spelled with G-I-D-G-I-T, not right. E-T. Yeah. E-T yeah. is uh, extraterrestrial. Okay. We already got that. All right. Can you put me on camera one more time so I can say goodbye to my mother? All right. Say goodbye to your mom. Okay. You're up. Bye, Mom. Okay. <laughs> go to bed, Mom. Yeah, go to bed, Mom. Where is her Mom? Probably in Australia somewhere. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister Wendy will be here. We got a little uh, follow-up on some stuff we talked about last week, so we'll talk about that and see how we're all doing in our COVID-19 self-isolation system that we're in right now. That'll all be up here next, so stick around. But Brian's got a song in the meantime. Brian can't hear me. Why is that? Let's figure out why. 
I don't know why. Why can't Brian hear me? Okay, now oh, you can you hear me. You left me. You left me with Gidget, Scott. I didn't know what to do. I don't know why that happened that way. All right, just her and me. Oh, I hit the wrong button. That'll which, do that. Which, uh, which completely uh, goes against my restraining order. <laughs> yeah, really, you her, restra- her restraining order. Not, <laughs> you can't be within two hundred digital feet of Gidget Von Larue. So, or That's she can't right, be. Exactly, yeah. I'm not allowed to. Uh, hey, play. You should play us a song. Do you have a good song? I have a good song. We're we're ready for songs, Scott. This yeah, let's is Scott, do a song. A song time. Yeah, you missed all that part where I said it was because I hung up on you like an idiot. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, um, you remember how yesterday I gave you that long name of that uh, singer who goes by the name Ellis? Yes. All right. Well, I've got another one. Jessica Frizziero, who's the lead Whoa. singer of a band called Lou Skylar, uh, has her new project, which is called Zerita. X I R I T A. Zerita or Xerita. Wow. Which I always order when I go to uh, on the border. It's delicious. <laughs> nice. um, Australia loves her. Speaking of uh, Gidget, uh, Triple J, the uh, radio program down there, uh, compares her to Billie Eilish and Vera Blue. Uh, at the end of last year, she joined up with the Melbourne producer Cropley to release a debut single, which you're about to hear right now. This is the song Don't Go, performed by Jurita. Uh, All right. Get your Jurita on right now. We'll be back in a second. Stay tuned.
Hey guys, I want to talk to you today about Magic Spoon. I can't believe how much I like Magic Spoon. I have to, okay, real talk here. I was skeptical because growing up as a kid, cereal was like the best thing, right? Sugar cereal. Hey mom, I want, you know, whatever sugar cereal you got. But now as an adult, can't really eat that stuff anymore. Can't do the carbs, can't do the sugar, can't do the unhealthy parts of things, you know? You're trying to trying to live better. So I opened up a box of this amazing Magic Spoon cereal, and I can't believe how good it is. And yet, it's the healthiest thing. So I really, really like it. Um, zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net car- uh, grams of carbs in each serving. All right? Zero, 12, and three. An amazingly set of low numbers. There are four great flavors, cocoa, Fruity, frosted, and blueberry. I've tried all of them. They're all really good. I think if I had to pick a favorite, though, I'm probably going with fruity and blueberry. Again, it brings out the kid in me, I guess. They taste amazing. Honestly, a little too good to be true. It's just shocking. I, I was so skeptical going in. I know I keep p- pounding on this, but it's true. It's also keto-friendly, so if that's the kind of lifestyle you're living, you're going to love this. Gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And uh, man, I just love it. Absolutely love it. Um, the 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 big the big kicker for me or the big takeaway is you can eat and feel like you were when you were a kid, and none of this stuff mattered. Didn't matter how full of sugar this stuff was. But as an adult and as a kid now, if you got kids, they're gonna love this stuff. Uh, go ahead and get it. Side note: some of the coolest art I've ever seen on a cereal box. I'm completely sold, and I am not saying that because they're sponsoring. I'm saying it because I mean it. Here's what I want you to do. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS. Grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout and get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed by 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash TMS. And use that code TMS for free shipping. And we thank them again for sponsoring the show. Hey guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. It's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial that you can get started with right away. And... To help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Give me the bird! Give me the bird! Oh, Mark. Mark, where are you?
This is the morning stream, exercising demons since 2012. Sorry, my mic is muted. Hi, we're back. <clears throat> I muted my mic to breathe. But I'm back now. Brian did too. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I muted my mic because you could hear my typing sounds. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to disrupt this chill, man. I, it's it's pretty chill. It's, it's very chill. Again, uh, uh, Zirita X I R I T. I don't know how you pronounce that. Come so, on, if you're gonna name your band, pick a way to pronounce it. All right. Yeah, it sounds. Uh, like don't it. go by Zarita. Zarita. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, hi, Wendy. You there? No. Rings Dude, of ring. Maybe it. she muted her mic too. <clears throat> maybe it's an all muted mic day here on TMS. Gotta do that on Mondays. Muted mic Monday. Right, people yeah. in the uh, Denver area have started opening their windows at 7 p.m. and howling out to uh, out into the oh, ether really? as a way to to um, join together, like a together alone kind of thing. Oh, weird! They did that in New York, and everyone yelled "Shut the f up" or whatever they had. They, <laughs> did they? Yeah. Well, it's New York. They were like, uh. "Hey, we'll be like Italy, and everyone will sing in solidarity out their windows." And then New Yorkers are like, "Shut up!" <laughs> Keep it down. Hey, Wendy, what are you doing? How are you? Hi, I'm good. How good. are you guys? I made, a, I made a new one of these. Something wrong, Batman? Has anybody seen Wendy? No, I want divorce. All right. That's good stuff. Hey, so uh, my kids, yeah. my kids think I'm becoming a witch. And that voice right there is exhibit a oh it's like proof the, I, which that's the witch voice yeah, yeah. yeah listen to and that. i do like i do a, a cackle now that i did not used to do mm. so it turns out i'm turning into a crone in front of everyone's face you have always okay. done that thing grandma did though real well like that hello that thing like i think that's yeah. just part of it mm -hmm. you're just you're just moving into I'm it getting there yep <laughs> it's just a it's like a little be a little space of life that's just waiting for you to walk in i know i can't ready. wait I'll be the wise old wizened witch. There you That's go. The plan. How are things in Minnesota at the moment? Minnesota. Yeah. It's Minnesota nice. Yeah. It's uh it's <laughs> we're all, you know, Everyone's sheltering in place as I think a lot of people are. Hunkering down, yeah. Hunkering down. You know what? It's funny, I haven't done anything different over like that's supposed to have started Saturday night and I had done it for like two weeks prior. So I'm going on week three of this. Yeah. Just yeah, that's that's what's weird is like three two three weeks ago we we committed to it because there you know the early thing was all right if you can do it now so we did and what blows my mind is there's still people that aren't doing it <laughs> like I know that there are people Crazy. who can't do it because they they have to go to work they're in a you know right. a job yeah. or whatever they have to do it I totally get that but I mean just other people who didn't have to are just now going oh well I guess I'll take this serious now that five thousand people are dying. Like maybe I should take this seriously. Like that's so weird to me. And it's just, you know, again, I, I can't get into their heads, but I've been doing this for three weeks now. And Kim and I are, you know, this is a great test for marriages, by the way. Really is. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, it's like a road trip. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Yeah. yeah. Except you can't get out of the car. That's yeah. the yeah. big difference. It's true, right. <laughs> you, can't, you can't pull up to the Shoney's and go inside for a pecan log. No. And you, <laughs> man, wow, that is so specific. specific. I love that. That's great. Hey, they, listen, Shoney's, you, I, we don't have Shoney's anymore around here, but we used to. Uh, they have the oh, best. I those Stuckies had the pecan log. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. But yeah. Shoney's had amazing bacon. Just incredible bacon. Yes. Really thick, peppery bacon. Yeah. I could eat their bacon all day. 
Oh, so good. They're baking for hours. <laughs> really good. Anyway, uh, so Wendy, it's good to have you here. I hope uh, I hope things are. I don't know. Do you feel like it's a routine, or you've got a good routine with the kids and stuff yet, or is it still? Yeah, I mean, school officially started Monday, and I. I am genuinely questioning the the mental health of anyone who homeschools. Like, bless your hearts for your <laughs> desire and doing it, but like, how are you normal? You can't be. Yeah, it's and so also, hard. especially with multiple kids, so if it's like one kid, I get it, right? It can make yeah, make totally. Work. And also, like, I guess building up is one thing, right? Whereas we all started randomly on a Monday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just, uh, you know, it's nice to have the high schoolers kind of know what they're doing, and it's helpful. And then. You know, it's the two younger ones. I mean, one of them, the youngest, I just, if I'm not with him 24 hours a day while he's doing it, it's not, it's not happening. It's not gonna get so done. I'm like, this is impossible. How can Adam work full time and me work and do four kids? And it's just, it's insane. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. So we have a lot of recesses. We're mm-hmm. like, hey, I guess it's recess again. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You know, so we're out. Four, See, the witch. Four square in the so driveway. <laughs> yeah, there's a we, witch. We a play kid, a lot witch. of baseball, a lot of trampoline time, a yeah. lot of. Waving at dogs when they walk by. Yeah. Somebody was making fun of me the other day because Utah has so many trampolines per capita. Oh, uh, yeah. You can confirm this, right? Like, why do we have so Absolutely. many freaking trampolines here? Because we have everywhere. too many kids. They're like, they're like swimming pools in Arizona. The trampolines totally. here. Same. Nuts. Uh, it's because everybody can't be on the ground at the same time in Utah. <laughs> it's hot lava game. Oh, man. A tenth of your population needs to be in the air yeah. at any given time. That's amazing, actually. I wonder, hey, though. by the way, yeah, we've yeah. been watching Community with Abe. He finds it absolutely hilarious, and it feels like, I mean, I think it's comfort people food. have flip phones in it still. It's yeah. very fun. Anyway, I love that do, you remember, yeah. do you remember the trampoline episode? No. Oh, oh, they got a trampoline at the school, and they it was yes. hidden, right? And they it would, was hidden, and they go into right, the garden. Was, yeah, so they'd go in there, and uh, it would be like their own secret private place until everybody found out about it. And uh, they were all in peace, and they they would pause at the top of the jump. And so, my me and my kids, we just do this tra- jump where we pause at the top and pretend we're. <laughs> and it turns out it was a, a Nazi racist guy who actually was the one hiding the trampoline. That was the end. Of that. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I need to go and watch that. That, that that's the kind of comfort food. I need right now. It really like, does. Yeah. Like Adderall Annie and just Jeff Winger. So and, <laughs> yeah, it's a great, it's a great show. Troy and Abed in the morning. Hey, oh, I need that. Again. Wendy, yes, let me ask you time. this. Since you were talking about homeschooling, um, now that we've got every kid in the public school system and private school system for that matter, all using, uh, all online to do this, online courses are now mandatory. Shouldn't mm-hmm. that mean that internet should slip into the basic rights category of services like power, water, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, absolutely. I'll tell you what, Minnesota, I can, I like to brag about the places I live. And let me just say this. There is not a kid who does not have a hotspot in their house. If they did not have internet, they have it now. Like it's by law. You cannot, you cannot ask. First of all, it's also a law here that employers, if you ask your employee to do work from home at any level, and obviously now it's a lot, they have to help provide your internet. Because it is a basic right to do your work and to do your schoolwork. Agreed, one hundred percent. So I, I think live in a place that's on we're top just of that. at a place now. Where we're just we're 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 in a place at this very moment where this whole mess is very different if we're not connected the way we are. And oh my gosh, if it's yeah. not if this doesn't make it plain that you that it is a that we have it is evolved into a basic service need. Then I don't know who's arguing the other side of that. That would blow my. I don't know what that argument even looks like. I would love to hear it. 
because well i think there's a long history of like <clears throat> and, and when you do any research into poverty and sort of different elements about poverty so often if you you know you went to someone's home who didn't have a lot of money you'll you'll always find a large tv and what happens in our minds our minds is that's luxury you should be working 45 jobs and not watching tv but when you have so little um entertainment becomes a very high valued thing and then also take technology it costs less and less and less to get an amazing tv right, right. it's one of those things where the, the price has gone down as technology has improved and and so but i think folks who just kind of go well that's a luxury cell phones they think the same thing is a, is a luxury how do these refugees have cell phones what are they supposed to use mm -hmm. a payphone? there's nothing it's it's now so fundamental to living life it's not an option um, and I think internet absolutely is in that same category. Like it's just simply, it's like keeping it's, someone from having a yeah, basic and keep, need. And, and right. keep like in mind, cutting off their water or their yeah. uh, right. We're, we're really whatever, just yeah. talking like, uh, I mean, this is old news if you're following the tech scene, but the common carrier status for, for internet, it would basically put it in the, in the, in the same space as power and clean water treatment and those sorts of things. Um, we all expect those. We all think that's all right. great and, mm -hmm. and should happen. And you're still paying your bills. You know, you still got to pay for these <laughs> things. We're not talking about that. But why not add good internet? Now, you might say, ah, I don't trust anyone to make good internet. It should stay in the 100% private sector and blah, blah. I, I understand. The 100% private sector that has a full-on monopoly. <laughs> yeah, it's that's the other problem is people think act like it's a big open market. It's not. It, it is, is the, not. It's horribly, no. horribly not open market. So I'm just saying, if we're going to, you know, also, if you're saying uh, who who is the governor was it Florida or somebody was arguing that churches, churches are essential businesses that need to stay open on weekends so people can come to their services. And I'm like, if you're going to start calling those businesses, then y'all you better pay taxes, them. yo. Yeah. Start taxing them, man. <laughs> pay your taxes. All right. Uh, anyway, that's not also, what we're going to talk about. <laughs> church is so easy to do via Internet. Like, hello, have you oh, ever yeah. seen Billy Graham? Like, that's been done for a billion years. Like, yeah. come on. Billy was the cool. 700 Club. Yeah, we can get that. For, ugh, don't get me started have on you... those people. <laughs> <laughs> There's, everyone's in full grift mode at the moment, and uh, mm -hmm. you're starting to see a lot of churchy, grifty stuff going on. And oh, I man. don't hold with it. No, I don't. Okay, uh, Wendy, we're going to talk instead today about another thing, but it's related. Got this uh, email. I'm going to read it to you. It says, I listened to Thursday's episode and had a few questions, uh, referring to the last episode where we talked a lot about you know, the, the, the sort of mental health effects of what we're doing right now. It yep. says, because I work in mailing and transportation, my job is deemed essential. I, like many Americans, live paycheck to paycheck. Therefore, a furlough for me could be devastating. I understand that for a lot of people, this is already a reality. I'm glad I can still work and I know I can still take care of my family. Is this wrong? Am I selfish? I see celebrities telling people to stay home and be safe, but that's not my reality. Boy, I added some emphasis there. I didn't mean to. I'm not trying to bias this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of with him. It annoys me. Anyway, I don't have the means to take 14 days off of work and still keep my house, food on my table and lights and water, etc., our local water and electric company have already said that they will not disconnect anybody during this time, but at some point when this is all over, they will come to collect. I am doing my best to wash my hands and keep my distance from people, but I am, I, am I wrong to still be out there doing what I feel I need to do? Now, I'll tell you my exact reaction to this, and then I want to find out how either wrong or right I am because I have an immediate reaction to this. 
And my immediate reaction is, no, you should not feel guilty about this because you live in a society and you are taking part in a society in a specific role that means you have little choice. Like you don't have a lot of choice. And so uh, I would say he shouldn't feel guilty. I think we have a system set up to make you feel guilty a little bit. And this isn't me going down with uh, <laughs> capitalism. I'm not saying that. Okay. What I'm saying is, um, you know, there are people, the lady at our grocery store was telling us how psycho some customers have been just like oh, so rude and mean. And I can't believe they have to put up with, they have to put up with. And so, you know, I just want to thank them. I want to hug them, but I can't, but I would, I'd, I'd want to help them. I want to tip them. I want to, you know, cause they're, they're, they're like this guy. They're doing what they have to do. And I can't, why would I, I could never be mad at a guy like this. It's impossible to be, to, to, for me to go, this guy's selfish. Now, mm-hmm. if he was somebody who was, I don't know, you know, had, had a whole ton of money and, and savings. It was all set and everything was good and had a job to let him work from home and he could do all that. And then still was going out and doing stuff in public Then I might say, yeah, dude, you don't have to, you know, you, you right. cannot be part of the problem, but as this, but in his situation, he's not part of the problem. He's in, in, a, yeah. in, in a way he's, he's just take he's, he's a victim in his own way of the problem. And, and it sucks, but I have nothing but respect for people that, Totally. He's got to keep know. the lights on. He's got to keep food on the table for his family. There's, there is not. This is admirable. You know, yeah. this is uh, well, and he doesn't have the choice to do unemployment mm-hmm. because right. he right. his job is he has to do his job. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so that's what I would say to him. Now, am I, am I off base and feeling that way? Because I just want I, this guy sounds awesome to me, and I'm I have huge respect for him. No, not at all. That that was my first reaction too, and my my, my initial sort of thinking about it is a little bit of like, I, I hate when the wrong people feel guilty, mm, right? Mm. It's like, yeah. so, so and, and, and here's sort of a collective, think of it as like um, a, a graph, right? Like you have so much um, <laughs> pent up tension, anxiousness, worry, concern, and you're just kind of on edge, right? So that's where it may come out in a grocery store, right? Like you don't have this thing. I need this thing and you have this thing. And so you're just, you're like either your worst self or your best self. I think sometimes we can see that happening for people, right? Yeah. And you, you take this continuum of maybe it's rage that everyone generally has on the internet. Now you triple it and there's just a new place to, to sort of either signify that you're awesome or, you know, the, the social signaling or you know, you're, you're the hero or that, you know, whatever. And so it's messy in that sense. It's not this simple thing like, Hey, I got to do my job. And but you have, you, you can watch, you go online, you can watch what various people are doing. And sometimes it seems like, Oh, look how privileged you are in your nice big home with all your space and whatever you're social isolating. Really? That just seems like a vacation versus someone else who that is just not a choice to have that much cushion and safe. And so we have rage about that or we have whatever about that. So take him. He's got something in him like all of us do with this. So, for example, let me just give an example. There is a influencer. I love that word. Mm. Um, do you? Yeah, <laughs> I hate it with my whole heart. <laughs> anyway, she is, and I don't even know her name because I refuse to even know her name. But uh, apparently she was living in New York, five kids. And all she does is travel the world and blogs about her family's magic life. Mm-hmm. And so as part of being in New York 
you know, of course this is all coming, going down. So she rents an RV and then drives across the country. So she takes, you know, six, seven people all having been exposed to all of New York city and then road trips it through the middle of America to, you know, smear their germs on gas stations in Kansas or mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. and documents the whole thing. And so it just looks like, wait a minute, what are you doing? Like yeah. you're, you're doing the opposite of what you should influence us to do. And on one hand, can you blame her being in an apartment in New York for an endless amount of time with five kids that can't go outside? Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a mur murder suicide ready to happen there. Like that's not good. Right. And yet, can you turn off your camera and influence this in a different, and I get it. It's her livelihood. It's how she's does work and business and life. And, but there's, there's a bit of like, where, where's your responsibility and how do people think things through when this is so new? So we have this amount of rage we can have towards someone who would be what seems selfish and we don't take a lot of time for the empathy, right? Mm -hmm. All the way down to this guy who he, ha he still has this concern, this thing he would feel maybe for someone else doing something, but he knows that lady's got a lot of money. So why doesn't she just not do that Vers versus I'm screwed if I stop? Mm. Yeah. Um, and so does that make sense? There's sort of like, we, it's like a built-in reservoir everyone has that's probably a little more agitated than normal mm -hmm. for criticism of other people. And, and, and sometimes that gets, is going to turn on ourselves. And that's what it sounds like is happening a little bit with him, that guilt. It's for the wrong person and going to the wrong place mm. because we all have some of these feelings. Like, I don't. I don't know if I'm explaining it right. No, but I think I, I, I think you are. I, let me ask you this because I feel I feel um, I have some I have guilt around this thing, but it's it's opposite. I feel guilty that I just happened to have a job and career that lets me shelter in place because that's already where it was. Yeah. Like I, I I don't have an office I have to go to. I don't have a place that's considered essential that I have to to go to, to experience that, that other kind of guilt. I have this guilt of like, man, I feel bad that there are so many people who don't have that or that don't, yeah. that can't do this. And, and while, you know, we've been flooded with people saying what you guys do are, is really important to us. Thank you for continuing to do it. I'm hearing from nurses and doctors and all sorts of people saying that, and it's really heartening to hear it. And we're doing our best to be this really positive thing in people's lives, especially in our specific community. Um, but at the same time, part of me is always like, oh, did you hear about that guy? Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that doctor, you know, he's saved 50 people. And now he's got it. Like, you know, I, I just think about the what I see is people doing real work, you know, that have to be out there. And then I feel guilty because I can self-isolate. Brian and I can be here without it having a it's still having an effect don't get me wrong but without having such an effect that it's devastating like it is for some some other people so i have that whole other kind of guilt and and i but i also think it's coming from the same source you're talking about which yeah. is that feeling of projecting either me either towards you or toward towards or against me yeah exactly yeah. and it's a weird man it's a weird feeling to to try to navigate that well and and there's a bit of just mind trickery that can go a long way here which is storytelling right like we have to have meaning we're humans we need a story we need meaning we need a point and you know i think if if you are 
a grocery store worker, whenever in your life has anyone said how you're a hero, like that's amazing. If you think about that for a minute, celebrities are saying that you're their hero. Like what? Mm -hmm. And it's because you are, and no one wants to do this thing that puts themselves in risk and deal with grouchy people and deal with, you know, the shelves being empty and what that looks like. Oh, the humanity, right? So, so there's this strange, like opposite to this as well, right? Which is, and this is what we do with tragedy generally, or, or, you know, this is a long stretching tragedy, um, which we are not equipped to do. We're good with like sudden death, grieving, moving on. That's how we're built and wired. We are not good with someone suffering for five years with cancer and then slowly dying. That our, our bodies are not built to grieve slowly. They're built to grieve quickly mm. and bounce back. Yeah. But this slow stuff takes a major toll on our endocrine system, essentially. We burn out and then we feel numb and then we feel bad that we feel numb. I mean, we, we really aren't built for it. So what we do with this type of thing is that so we can slowly, I mean, we can watch the news every day and read about each and every death and have all of these, you know, very it's terrifying. Um, and you can just slowly burn through your system that releases your stress hormone, burns you. I mean, anyone else eating candy all night, every night, that's me, right? Like you're <laughs> so you, close. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> close. yours isn't candy, but right. Close. Right. Sure, so, yeah. so, so it's our, our body is craving more food. And it's exhausted, most of us, because we're in a constant state of stress in a different way than maybe some people have experienced, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. But this is collectively we're doing it. It's just such a strange thing. And so what we have to do, and this is the trick or the, you know, the storytelling thing, is find meaning in smaller ways and find, you know, like you're sheltering in place. There are people with the story that this is all a crock. And it doesn't matter. And I, the economy is the most important thing. Can I just make something clear? The economy is a made-up thing yeah. that is to serve us. We measure it with a lot of the wrong measurements. Like go to the country of um, Bhutan. Yeah, they measure happiness there. That's their GDP. It's general happiness. Wait, did you say Bhutan? Because hold on, Brian knows what I'm doing. <laughs> Pull it up. Bhutanese I just got to play this real quick because we love it here. Bhutanese passport. There you go. There All we right. go. Right. Yeah, that's what I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, and they, I forget what they call it, but it, they measure, it's like gross happiness product or gross national whatever. Right. Instead of, we measure money and we measure stock markets and we get all those things confused with something real that is not uh, quite what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's just, it. that's, I mean, we're capitalists. That's what we do. That's at our core is that's how we're going to measure if we're good or not. If everything grows all the time mm -hmm. and we're just richer and richer. But what, what really is the economy is a lot of different other things, including the people, right? And all of the people that make the economy what it is or anything even to measure or people to even measure what it is requires us to not be dead and requires us to collectively get through this and find vaccines and figure this out. And I mean, that's the actual economy that matters. So if your brain is only sticking with certain ways of thinking or stories, then this is all only horrifying, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then, but that's the, that's the thing about 
the good news that it comes out of this, I mean, if you focus on it, if you spend some real time just hearing about what people are doing, that's amazing. And sometimes it's simple because it kind of has to be, right? We can't rush in with all of our equipment we've been saving up for this, right? There, There's a problem everywhere. And so we can't do the big gesture things and show up with our chainsaw and cut down the tree that fell on your house. Mm-hmm. But we can I'll adjust our sort of individual story, if that makes sense, and work to make the collective one a little differently. I mean, I, I don't know how to do this. I just know that it can be done with individuals. Mm. And most things that can be done with individuals can be done with the collective. If that makes sense. Well, if there's anything I've learned over the last three weeks, it's that humanity at scale is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard. It's much harder than you or just your immediate influence. But just, you know, we were talking earlier about if you have one kid and you're homeschooling, it's it's not so bad. You can figure out a way to do it. Mm-hmm. If you got four kids, it's a whole different animal. It just scales poorly, you know? <laughs> we just scale bad. And so what we're asking everybody to do right now is a giant at scale, for lack of a better term, experiment. And some people are, you know, doing it and pulling their weight and doing it in, in a very unified fashion. And other people are, you know, I, I hate to say it. I'm related to a couple of them who are uh, just, you know, defying this whole thing and think it's a conspiracy and won't take the vaccine when it comes out and, you know, are just going down that, that path that we keep hearing from different people. And um, on the other hand, some of their religious leaders are like, get in here. We need, the Lord has our back. Get in here and worship on the weekend. I don't know why they're Southern. I'm sorry. I apologize. But, <laughs> but you know, they, they're doing that. And that is, that is just putting people at risk and not something that they're, you know, the, the God they worship would want them to do. So, so I know they're full of it and I get mad at that. How do you do this kind of stuff where you're experiencing the guilt those two kinds of guilt we've already talked about. But then also you hear about and see people doing horrible things and you're trying to follow Mr. Rogers advice and look for the helpers, right? You're trying to do that, but it's hard. They're harder to see because yeah. we're all separated from each other. Normally when you're around somebody, you're like, ah, I can see that firefighter fighting that fire. They're blocked uh, by a guy with a shopping cart so full of toilet paper. You can't see around yeah. it. Yeah, it can happen. So, I mean, it's just such a cacophony of emotional stuff. Um, I took your advice and went on a two day, uh, about a day and a half, I guess, uh, news fast. Um, yeah. How'd it go? The first news I listened to, and I say listen to because I did radio this morning. I listened to uh, NPR this morning and it was great because they were talking about, um, a kid who was creating comic books while he was being trapped. And he's like, this amazing artist nobody knew of, and he's probably going to have a career out of it because of it. So it was a cool little side story thing. Um, so it wasn't about briefings or who's doing what and who's blaming who or any of that. So even that was pretty mild, but it was nice. It was nice not to have the constant, you know, because here's the other thing, the people who are trying to link bait you all year and all, you know, all the time, they're still, that's still a job. (laughs) They're still doing that. They haven't stopped and gone, you know what, during this time of crisis, we're no longer going to try to bait people into wondering why OJ Simpson thinks that Carol Baskin killed her husband and fed him to tigers, which is the thing this morning I noticed. (laughs) Yeah. Like of all people. Um, but I'll help you find the real kid. Yeah. If I, if I did it, here's what I would have done. Um, but you know, like that, 
that turned out to be really good advice for me. And I would highly recommend it to people. And I don't mean put your head in the sand. I don't mean ignore stuff. I, I guess what I'm saying is you already know what you're supposed to do or what you can do or what's best for you to do. You don't need more than that at the moment because we're still, I keep bringing it up, but we're still between the lightning and the thunder here. And we yeah. don't really know when it's going to, when that sound's going to happen and then what we can make of it. So while you're there, you know what you can do. Just reading how outraged somebody is or how stupid a thing a politician said is just going to eat you up. I mean, I've, I've let this, this, um, uh, this Georgia governor guy get way under my skin. I don't even live in Georgia. And I don't, I have no impact on Georgia at all. Yet I'm annoyed with him going, oh, we just learned you can transfer it without actually having symptoms. <laughs> right? Like it just gets under my skin in such a way that I realize some of this is fun for the show, but I realize that I can, I could have ignored that or not even gone near it because it doesn't mean I don't care about, about Georgians. It doesn't mean I don't care that, that his bad misinformation does a, literally affect lives of his constituents. That's not, I can still care about those people, but I don't necessarily need to know what a giant flaming dumbass he is. And, and I could have gone about my day and probably had a, a better day as a result. So I'm kind of oh. rambling now, but you know what I mean. No, and if Stacey Abrams would have won, we'd have a different story. Um, this is why you got to vote, everybody. But anyway, so here's the thing. You're, you're, you're right, and you're on to all the right things. I'm just going to add something. So, because what that was is taking a day and a half off of news yeah. is like self-care in a way that is crucial. So we've talked about self-care before in the show. We've talked about, you know, you do this, you make a list, you do some, I mean, Make a list again and do one thing every day. It will help. But this is like emergency self-care in, in, a, in a marathon kind of way. Mm -hmm. So putting something in your daily life or taking something out that does not serve you. I mean, a very power, powerful exercise would be to sit down and go through the last 24 hours and write down what you did, what you read, what you thought about, or even start right now and then write down whatever you do for the next 24 hours, you'll be shocked at how panic scrolling you are or how much TV you're watching or how much candy you're eating or maybe you're drinking too much or you're zoning out, you're not moving enough, you're not outside enough or whatever, right? You'll get a sense of that because it's a zombie land. Like, I swear I didn't even know it was Thursday until the call started ringing. <laughs> I was mm. like, oh, I guess it's Thursday. Mm -hmm. Like it is such a bizarre time warp. So this is hard. What I'm saying is hard, but to really assess like, what am I doing? And then take each item and go, is that serving me? Mm. Does that, and you know what? Netflix is serving you. It's mm -hmm. giving you dopamine. But if you do it for five hours, it is no longer serving you. That glass of wine is serving you. But 10 of them is not serving you, right? But because here's the problem. I'm sorry, <laughs> Brian, right? we really struck one with Brian now. What's the middle ground though between one? <laughs> five? Okay, good. I'm good. I'm still but good. here's the thing about this is that th there's a reason. So we, we're craving the dopamine of the escape, right? The release from reality. Because reality is, in my case, I, these are the two words, the most boring and the most busy I've ever experienced. I'm so busy and I'm so bored. Mm -hmm. And it's a nightmare. And so if I watch a TV show, so I get a couple episodes of com community and I am in a different place. I'm laughing out loud. I'm having like, I, I'm leaving the current planet. Right. That is incredibly valuable. 
But if I did it all night and then I'm done, what do I feel? So you've got to really ask, like, if it serves me, I feel good afterwards. Um, if it's not serving me, I'm doing something too much and I need to figure out how to stop that. So sometimes it's taking a break, right? So if I'm panic scrolling the news all the time, then I need a cold turkey that for two days and have a reset, right? Mm -hmm. um, if I have been drinking every single night, then I need to stop for three days and see what happens and think about my feelings or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And so it's, it's, it's adjusting a little bit of what we're doing to take care of ourselves. This includes if you've got family and there are people who are young and don't know how to handle any of this, you got to get yourself in a position where you can then help them, right? It's the whole thing we talked about with the, the air mask or the mask on the airplane is that you've got to, like, I have to wake up and I do 10 minutes of really crappy meditation because my brain is on fire. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I really learn to relax myself before I leave my room and start interacting with my kids. And the days I do that, I am a thousand times better than the days that I don't. Yeah. Um, walking a lot, running, taking, like, petting the dog. You know, there are things that are biologically really important to do and to do them consistently because your everyone's system is doing you know on on a different frequency than we've ever been on and so it, it really matters like it really really matters so and analyze it what what are you doing and it, well, let's go back to the email for a second he is on the front line doing what he has to do and he's exposing himself which then means he's exposing anyone he's around mm -hmm potentially that risk or that fear or that it's terrifying. So he needs more than anything to do some self-care, especially when he's feeling so guilty. Like if the whole world could turn to him and say, you have permission, do it, do your job, pay your bills. You, you're one of the few who has permission. We need you to do it. Mm -hmm. That's the story shift. Cause that's true. That's what it is. We need him to do his job. Mm -hmm. And so if he can, can absorb that a little bit, that, it matters what he does and that it's okay. And I'm going to stay home because I can. So he can go out and do what he can do. And he's, he's taking the risk for me. Right. And so if he can, if he can get his head wrapped around that story, he still needs to be careful, but more than anything, he needs to make sure he is relaxing at some point in his day. He is giving himself a break in his head. He, you know, I highly recommend mindfulness meditation for training your brain to do this. Um, whatever it might be, but he also cares for himself because that guilt, what guilt drives us to do sometimes, especially with, if it's misplaced guilt is to behave or do things that are self-destructive mm. and not do the opposite of self-care. So that would be my advice is that he listens to the story we're telling him because it's the true one right? and adjust his story and work with relaxing himself so that that guilt does not get to self-sabotage anything in his life i feel like some of this some of these ideas we've been talking about on the, on here since 2011 here and here and there like this this idea mm -hmm. of self-care is a big returning topic for us is it feels crazy that this like now is like go time on hopefully integrating that stuff into our lives now like now we've talked about it a lot now you got now we got to do it <clears throat> well you and know? let me say one thing about that really quick because i am gonna pimp realsteps.org because we're starting on Monday mm. um, is, I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to create, we've created something and we're trying to hone it into something that is 
it very much is baby steps that get you to behave in a way that you are proud of and feel good about and that you like yourself, right? Like mm -hmm. that's what we're doing, but we're doing it very slowly. And if you just heard what Scott said in 2011, you've been listening this whole time, but you suck at self-care because you've never implemented it. Here is my answer to that. It's okay. Because mm. you start today. Today, you do one small thing. One tiny little thing that just is nurturing to you. And if you hear a voice go, I don't deserve that. Well, get your, get your better help therapist on the line because it's time <laughs> to figure out why you are not allowed to be kind to yourself, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so those one tiny steps will teach us what, what we need, will teach us what's in our way. But if you do jump to anything like, okay, fine, I'm doing a spa day and I'm going to not work for the next month. That's how I'm going to self-care. Well, okay. You're, you're jumping to a, a thing you think you understand rather than literally behaving yourself into a new way of thinking, right? Mm -hmm. A little bit. So that's this idea of something very small. So for anyone who's like, oh, I haven't done it and I'm not ready. No, relax. Take a breath. Right now, write down 10 things that make you feel good that are small, free, and obviously inside your house. <laughs> mm -hmm. And do one every day. Just do one every day. And it can be a different one. It can be the same one. I had my popcorn in my movie last night, so I'm feeling good, right? Like whatever that is. Mm -hmm. um, and then just start to do that. And it's small. You're not behind. You're fine. But you have today. And then again, you have tomorrow. Like there's, there's always a chance to do that thing that is the right thing for you. Um, I'm going to quote Frozen 2. Do the next right thing. There we go. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good choice for <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I have the, it's funny you, you it's weirdly connected to something that I had to do when I started this new comic strip. Yeah. I had this feeling of like you can't start a new one now like you know like this you, it's too late. You can't start this new thing. It's like you can't start it. Like no, you can because then suddenly you're 10 you're 10 in. You're like, "Oh my gosh, I can actually see a a, a eventual collection book forming out of this." But you got to do that day one thing. It mm -hmm. sounds so fundamental and easy, but you just forget that you just got to go like, yeah. oh, woe is me. I haven't done this for so long. All right, we'll do it now then. Oh, you yeah. couldn't do it today. It just didn't work out. Okay, we'll do it, do it tomorrow. Like, just make sure you freaking do it. And if you stop, then redo it. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know why that that's both basic and dumb that I'm even saying it because obviously that's how it's supposed to go. But, but it's, it's very hard. hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Well, inertia is very powerful, right? I'm on a roll. I've got my so many days in of this and then I screwed it up and then we're done. Yeah. And that is, it's very human of us, right? But that's partly because we're, we're just using it, the, the forward momentum rather than some other skills. And so there is a skill to develop, which is, oh, I start again today. And it's not even again. I'm just doing a thing today that makes me feel good. Yeah. Like, isn't that crazy? We have to like, plan out and write down and make sure we do something that actually treats us well or makes us feel good. Yeah. It's tends to be, I mean, I'm going to eat this thing until I feel sick. Well, <laughs> how about we stop that? We're like puppies. Um, so I'm going to pimp. I'm going to just turn it right into my pimp if that's okay. Yeah, turn um, it into your pimp. So pimp it. pimp it out. So go to www.realsteps.org. Yeah. 
I like that you made sure to let people know to put the real the three W's yeah, in there. The it's WWs, the, yeah. yeah. It's important stuff. Uh, yeah, realsteps.org and sign up. We're starting Monday, the final time to sign up. I guess maybe I'll let you go to Saturday afternoon. <laughs> but uh it's gonna or Sunday. It's gonna start Monday. Um, and it's not on Facebook. Woohoo! And it's gonna be amazing. And it is it is there's kind of two tracks within it. So if someone has already been doing real steps or feels like they have a pretty good base health baseline or whatever. There is a version of doing it that is a little more challenging. And then there is the, most of us will be doing the, and I will be doing it at the same time, very basic one baby step at a time. Um, and we start with very fundamental mental health and physical health things that anyway, it builds on itself. So it's, it's going to be great. So please go sign up. Um, this gives you something to do. You have, you know, all the time in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got nothing else going on. Just top on yeah. over there and, uh, and it's self-care it in like the most, um, concrete, slow building way. So if that is a struggle for you, um, this would help you tackle that for sure. Nice. Uh, well, this is all very good. Uh, we'll continue. I have a feeling this segment will be, uh, about this stuff for a while, yeah. uh, different aspects of it. So, uh, tune in next week for more. Uh, Wendy, it's always good to have you on. Yeah, I good hope. To talk to you guys. Uh, yeah, have fun uh, with what fun you can have. Oh, wow! <laughs> and, uh, indoor, have have some indoor fun. I, I, I keep I, I keep having this like weird feeling that Wendy is going to come out of this like a a Fortnite professional player or something like some. <laughs> Something weird, Would like that some be amazing? Like an Overwatch yeah. diva expert. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, we should do a whole show. Yeah. On silver linings because I think there's a bunch of interesting silver lining. Mm -hmm. Um, for us personally, probably, and then just generally, and then I think we should do one of like come up with a thing I have to do while in quarantine. Oh, I like it. Would, would be insane. Or uh, what something you guys would have to do. Yeah, we usually, um, we're going to usually get the homework. We give Wendy a little homework. And yeah, give me some, some change. Challenge. Yeah, exactly. Get, uh, get improve your ranking on, uh, on on Hearthstone. There you go. Oh, my she, word. She probably doesn't even know first what that all, is. I'd have to Google what that is yeah, first. Yeah, she'd have to and look then... and find out what it is before she even plays it. Here's the other thing is um, uh, you would, I mean, you, this is probably shocking, but you'd be amazed what a couple of weeks of vastly lower emissions does to the Salt Lake Valley. It is the prettiest, oh, cleanest, crispest. I can yeah. only imagine. They that... were showing uh, Denver on uh, on the news yesterday, and it's like we're down 59, like our smog, the brown cloud is down 59%. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. It's uh, seriously, Wendy, Wendy, you can be in <laughs> you can be in Draper and see details on buildings in downtown Salt Lake City. It's that crazy. It's insane. I, yeah. Honestly, that w that's the that is the number one reason I can't live there. Yeah, is the, is the pollution, and maybe I could come back if you didn't yeah. have earthquakes. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. If we weren't having earthquakes, although Idaho had the worst one the other day, I don't know what right. happened up there. That was what, scary. What is that mountain range doing? I don't Ooh. know. Some people keep getting worried about Yellowstone stuff, but it doesn't appear to be connected. If you talk to actual experts, so I think it's just you know bad timing, shifting, shifting Earth. <laughs> Just your or typical is thing. it just everything we need right now? Maybe. I'll need to be frozen scared so the earth can have a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but if anybody, if any of your preachers out there say, come in here and pack this place full because the earthquakes and the pestilence, don't believe God's it. God's gotcha. No, We've gotcha. Don't do yeah. it. Don't go in. Uh, get yeah, a better no, church. Listen. All right. Uh, Wendy, have a fantastic <laughs> week. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. All right. Bye. All right. Probably checking my mom yeah. today.
Yeah, check on your mom. I haven't talked to my mom. Talk to a, I text my mom every morning at 7.30 a.m. because she asked me to. That's so nice. That's yes. a really cool thing you do. Yeah, I like via that. text. Yeah, still. I'm trying to find an app that'll do it automatically. <laughs> hey, mom, how you doing? Like maybe I feed in ten different yeah those birds that dip down responses that it just randomly picks one of those ten tap send beep <laughs> every day. That's amazing. Exactly. All right, uh, that will do it for today. Quick email from a listener named Lewis. Uh, this came to us via the website, actually. They just used a little quick form on there at frogpants.com slash TMS. and says, hey, Scott and Brian, uh, I know you guys like the Great British Bake Off. You should also enjoy the Great British Throwdown. It is a similar show, but with pottery and ceramics. Uh, it, may be, it may inspire Scott to actually start using that lump of clay bot that's still sitting right over there. Is it still uh, wrapped, in, yeah. wrapped in plastic? Yeah, it's weird how I feel like I have less time, but uh, I should have yeah. more. Anyway, no, I do too. It's, it's crazy. really weird. Anyway, I was really hoping to paint some figurines from my Marvel uh, uh, Crisis Protocol game. Like I just, it's hard. just got Modoc painted. That's it. Yeah. I'm gonna paint some more. It's hard for some reason, but anyway, yeah. maybe we'll get around to it. The show is currently on Channel Four in the UK, but like the Bake Off, older seasons are up on the BBC app and so on. Um, I would definitely check this out. I'd love to watch yeah. that. Yeah. I, I like the British take on reality TV, uh, or Me at least too. at least it's, this it's, brand of it. I'm sure they have their own garbage over there too. Yeah. But. Oh, absolutely. Every, it, you know, it's like video games. You can't say, oh, all video games just suck across the board. It's right. like, no, there's some that are, you know, that are really good. Some that are just money grabs or, mm-hmm. or hot garbage. So. Good, good comparison. Hey, uh, yeah. also, I got a question for a listener who lives in Rigby, Idaho, won a pack of cards for me a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Okay. The problem is I never got their name because it was over Twitch and it was a private message and I don't remember mm. the nickname even. So to for me to mail it, I need your name name. So if anyone if anyone out there is like, oh yeah, I was that person in Rigby, can you get a hold of me? <laughs> Send me an email. I want to just make sure you get your cards. I would feel really bad if these didn't get to you. Um, if you're in the chat now, that'd even be better because then we can take care of it now. But Rigby. if not, uh, whoever it was in Rigby, Idaho that won, and let's do the honor system here, people. I'm not giving cards to anybody who says they're from Rigby. <laughs> uh, I want to make sure to get that out to you. And... Um, in the right hands. So if you don't mind, that'd oh, be nice. great. Okay. Uh, that's it from us. Patreon.com slash TMS is how the show is fueled. Uh, big thanks to everybody who's continued to be uh, regular patrons of the show. It means a lot during this weird time. That's Patreon.com slash TMS. It's a brand new month and a chance for you to get some cool extras. We will have PM edition this weekend. There's been some confusion about how it works. Um, it's actually pretty simple. Basically, we post a live link for the live show to Patreon uh, directly. It's actually, we use YouTube because they do private, they let you do private streams. Um, but we put that up there. And then when we do that, if you have your settings right on Patreon, it'll just mail you and say, hey, it's going live. Um, and you can watch it right there. And it's also archived there. Plus we put the audio version up there as well. So all all le- all roads lead to patreon.com slash TMS if you're looking for the Friday PM edition, which we'll do tomorrow, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so be here for that Tree if you are a patron. PM. If you're not a patron, super easy to get in and any level gets you in. So give it a shot. All right. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Let's get out of here. Do you have a song? I do have a song. By the way, Ken from Chicago, uh, both Ken and the dog are totally fine. Uh, doing well. I don't know. Inara just doesn't get up in the perch since uh, Remus left. Aww. She thinks that it must stink like Remus. So even if I put her in there, she hops out immediately. So we got to wait for her to figure out that that's her place again. You know? Sure. 
it'll take time. Sure, sure. Um, so this one, uh, Scott and I talked about this one via text last night and said, you know, this would be a good time to play this. So uh, Adam Schlesinger, the uh, lead singer of Fountains of Wayne, also an amazing songwriter, talented mm-hmm. producer and performer. Uh, the the wonders that thing you do, um, the that great song um, from that thing you do was written and performed by uh adam schlesinger he's done t- television themes uh, stuff for crazy ex-girlfriend produced a lot of stuff and um if you only know fountains of wayne because of uh, the song stacy's mom you need to listen to way more of it because it is awesome yeah. really really talented band. so it was a really good um a big loss and uh, uh right around our age and seemed to be in good health so just goes to show you this thing can strike anyone at any time so be careful people we don't want to lose any of you yep uh somebody that did an amazing cover of a fountains of wayne song is uh related to uh my co-host scott his Mm. daughter Mm. uh taylor uh performed this one and uh it's a great song and it seemed like a very fitting day to play this here is uh taylor johnson with her cover of fountain of fountains of wayne's hack and sack yeah and i um Goes out to Tay in specific as well because this hit her pretty hard. She's a huge Fountain of Wayne, Fountains of Wayne fan. Partly why she wanted to do a singing album with me anyway, or have me produce it was that was them. They, they sort of inspired mm. her. So anyway, uh, so Tay, if you're listening, I don't know if she is, but thanks for making this. Here it is. We'll see you guys tomorrow during PM and on Monday for a whole new episode for the rest of you. We'll see you then. together in period one Fridays at 8.15 Now I see your face in the strangest places Movies and magazines And I saw you talking to Christopher Walken On my TV screen And I will wait for you As long as I need to Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You see, that's what you call a loaded question.